Ugh, dating sucks. What's that? Huh? Who who said that? The monster. The monster? From Monsters Only. Monsters Only? Yeah, yeah. It's a dating app of monsters. No, I'm not trying Monsters Only. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Why not? Why not? Because I just, no, I don't want to, leave me alone. Come on, we're nice and sweet and we'll have a lot of fun. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, it's Kareem. And Travis. And we're here to talk about a very uh, uncomfortable topic, I would say. Mm, what is it? I would say, like, dating, dating apps, dating, you know, websites. My favorite. I Can't love dating apps. Love them. No, you actually don't. You always talk about how much you don't like them. <laughs> That's true. I don't like them. Well, why don't you like them? Um, there's a lot of good reasons or bad reasons the reasons why i don't like them it's you know some of it is just more of i think it's you're hiding behind something like you're hiding behind your phone you're hiding behind you know a website or like you can not represent your true self i think in some aspects of it um because social media has a huge role to play i think in dating apps as well which by the way last week's episode was uh about social media so if you guys Missed that, you know, tune in because I think everything's kind of a continuation from last week's episode or most, most of the time it may, it may be that, but there might be some isolated, you know. Yeah, we thought it was a good opportunity, you know, from social media from last week, you know, it was, you know, the beginning of it. And then, you know, I think the dating apps turned into what they are today because of social media in some aspects, I think. Oh, like, totally. The, like you always had the websites and those online profiles, but as far as the way the, you know, the you know, the direct messaging is going in those type of things, you know, with dating apps is a little different. Do you, do you ever think that like social media is kind of like a dating app in a way? Because it's like, you're this like human catalog. Um, I'm like looking at my phone from that notification. I'm like, is that a dating app notification? I'm just kidding. Um, no, but you kind of like, I don't know. You, you have like this catalog disposable at your fingertips. Like you're shuffling through people and you're essentially, you're kind of like everyday shopping. Right. And then yeah, that like notification and your DMS is like the metaphoric like devil that's whispering. You're like, act on it. Who's messaging you? Yeah. And it's like, you have, you know, like profile pictures and, you know, the day-to-day post of, you know, who's doing what. And I even think, you know, through social media, that a lot of people do come together, you know, it's like, Oh, we have mutual friends. You like this picture, you start talking and, you know, like it is a sense of, you know, Facebook and Instagram is a dating app, but it's not the primary purpose. Right. And I think, but I think maybe we've kind of saw that maybe it's easier to connect and potentially date someone through social media apps more than dating because, and that's ironic because when you set up a whole dating app, I think people go into it with no expectations and they're very numb and they're just jaded by the idea. But when you're on social media, I think you're now seeing exchange of like, you know, people, whether they're being their most authentic self or if they're selling themselves, like they're marketing themselves, you now as the viewer can now find yourself selecting what you want. You know, you're and like, you oh. can instantly make that de- that decision on I like that person or don't like that person based on what you see or don't see or whatever impression you get from it. Yeah. And it might actually not represent the person fully either, which is, you know, a downside, I think, to social media and dating apps. Yeah, I think like dating with me, like for me is really hard when I when I see because I always see like, for example, if someone's social media is connected, I always try to go to their social media account before I actually like want to message the person. 
because I always feel like they're on the dating app, like hinge or Tinder to say the best things or show the best things, you know, sides of themselves, which, you know, anyone, you know, reasonably would do, but I like to go on their social media to see like what sides they didn't choose to share, what pictures. And, and a lot of moments. times you go to the social media accounts on the dating apps just to, you know, validate that the pictures they have on the dating apps are actually themselves and how far off or close do they look to what they're portraying themselves. But it's always a rabbit hole. And that's like the thing that is so like tiring is mm-hmm. that you always feel that you're in this just constant search for someone you're constantly looking for something and i think that's why you know dating apps and social media and all that stuff has just gotten so you know it's just it's numbing because you're you're fed so much content all day from these apps that you just get numb to seeing people whether they look really good or they're really exciting it's you see so much of it you're fed so much of it and all the content that's constantly being per you know advertised on your for you page on your social media platforms you know, you're just like, okay, cool. Like everyone is just so distracted by how many, like, I don't know, people are just thrown at you daily, you know, on your account. So now I think the world of dating is complicated in that sense because it's the same thing. It's like you're shuffling left or right on the person, whether you like them or not. It's, it's almost like you're looking at a per take picture what Tinder would be like in real life. Like you're disposing of people, Based off of like the impression in person without having to get the, you know, the hurt or the rejection in person. Yeah. You're making judgment prior to even meeting them. Right. You know, and then, you know, it's kind of like you're judging a book without, you're judging the cover without reading the book type thing, however that saying goes. But it's like you take in all this information that you get from someone's profile, dating app, Mm -hmm. social media, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I like this person or don't like this person because of you, you, you're passing judgment instantly almost but is it it, Um, it, is it like the question i really think i have here is is it healthier to have or is it healthier to face rejection in person or is it healthier to face rejection instantly through social media like what is worse because sometimes i find that if i was just like outright just like rejected on social media or not social media but like dating apps i feel like um which I think they make it discreet, right? Like Tinder doesn't let you know that someone didn't swipe, right? I guess yeah, some of them are mutual swiping, right? And mm-hmm. Mutual greens or whatever. But even then, it, it that never you know goes well. Um, or there's other like hookup apps. Like I mean, I know they're like referred to as dating apps. Like for like those who don't know in the uh, gay community, <laughs> there's apps called Scruff and you know famous grinder where it's infamously known to have very toxic um you know toxic everything i mean it's just rejection you know and all that great stuff that comes with it and just i don't know but pretentiousness and i mean the list can go on with with how bad that app can be but i think those kind of apps are i think a little bit more when i'm leaning towards about rejection i think they can get really like harsh because i think in person getting rejected generally is really rough and i would find it worse than just you know well rejection more... is never easy for anyone yeah, but... at any given moment you know and even increased frequency of rejection is you know could even you know make things worse you know but rejection in person i i think is harder when it comes to like just standard um conversations like if you're looking to date someone but i think being rejected on like hookup apps more particularly in the gay community like or i guess for 
you know, some straight people too. I really don't know because I'm not. But um, if you find that rejection on those dating apps, I think it can get really volatile. But I don't think most of those people talk like that in real life. Like, I don't think you'll ever get rejected that harshly in real life when it comes Correct. to it goes, it goes to, you know, social media and bowling, you know, from online bowling and those type of things. Because a lot of people can, you know, say a lot of, you know, nasty uh, words and hurtful words towards people and not have to face them, you know, kind of like what you're saying, you know, um, you know, they're, they're more talk than bite, um, in a lot of aspects. Like I hear friends, Um, I hear like some friends of mine or like even people I know that I'm not that close with that talk like this. Um, they would say things like from being on hookup apps, dating apps or whatever, they'd be like, Oh my God, why are these people messaging me or like, you know, trying to like talk to me, like clearly like they should know I'm out of their league. It's so gross. Like that makes it insults my feelings that someone so hideous is like trying to message me. Like, don't they see what they what I look like? What message are they getting? What message am I post my, are my pictures giving out? And I'm like, did you ever think that maybe they have confidence and courage to message you? And that's actually admirable that they maybe know that you're out of their league, but they they're still building the confidence because they hope there's an inkling of, you know, kindness within you whether or not you actually want to you know pursue them or not they're so excited to have an exchange of words with you and make me have more confidence to start feeling better about staying on the apps or or their website so that they can still ultimately be on the journey of finding love yeah for sure and you know i think a lot of things you know like from my experience you know if, if someone messages me it's more of you know i try to respond in some aspects as in you know even if i'm not interested you know it's like more of just kind of give that little positive validation back because you know i've been in the opposite side common courtesy as if you saw them in your Um, life correct it's like you know what thanks for the message you know not really interested i don't want to say not interested because that just makes it very negative but you know it's like we all have types at the end of the day whether we admit to them or not um there's a certain personality or certain type of look whatever we want that we're attracted to there are also Um, some really aggressive people though too because like i i know that like there's times i'm like if i don't respond or whatever i do get the whole you're not that cute anyway you bleep 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 and like you know be some type of offensive thing or something associated and those always are the hilarious ones it's like all of a sudden when you respond they're like oh sorry not interested i'm like "Mm, you sent me the message first oh my god the it's funniest like, ones are like the hey hi hey you're ugly forget forget it never talking to you never again. mind i don't know hello, why i asked hi, you hey, it's like you're cute oh my god hello hey hi what's up fine fuck off hey hello hi it's just like oh my god like it's like it's been five minutes <laughs> i had to go over five know, years and it's still happening on facebook leave me alone <laughs> It's been five minutes since your first message. You know, I had to go down to the basement to smoke. Oh, my God. Speaking of which, that's a good segue into um, what we're going to talk about next. So, BRB. Bye-bye. All right, and we're back from the attic because we don't actually have to smoke in the basement every single time. Okay, we can smoke wherever yes. we want. We the, can smoke in the attic, the studio. <laughs> the attic is uh, the designated studio and the designated uh, smoking place. Uh-huh. So there's two of them in the house, one in the attic and one in the basement. Nowhere in between. Okay, well, um, just a quick reminder. Um, 
you know, we, we did start our own social media page uh, through Instagram. So it's, um, you know, best buds with high points. So it's going to be that. And, you know, we're going to start um, posting there more frequently to kind of let people know who do follow us, um, you know, when we're posting episodes, uh, what the topics would be, um, any new exciting details with, um, you know, potential merch down the road or just new announcements in general, as well as updates to our studio. And, you know, eventually, you know, when this uh, starts to get a little bit more routine and comfortable for us, we're going to start actually um, streaming on YouTube as well and having live chats and live video recordings. So there's a lot of exciting things happening. And this podcast, like, you know, started not too long ago and we're already really uh, feeling the journey and the growth. So just thank you so much for, you know, tuning in and supporting us. And, you know, we have a lot of ambitions and a lot of ideas, a lot of crazy ideas, a lot of interesting topics along the way. So we should see where it goes. Um, yeah. So now dating back apps. to dating apps. Oh. But isn't it kind of contradictory that, you know, hey, come follow us on Instagram. We've just been talking about social media for the last, you know, two yeah, episodes. But, but that's but. why... That's why our last episode was really interesting because it talked about the pros and cons of social media and, and, and basically using it to your advantage in a way that is actually helpful, which is through connecting to people and, you know, being very Instagram's much made a lot of, you know, people big, you know, for lack of better words, you know, like, um, yeah, but that's not really what I care about. I think, I th- no, but it brings a lot of connections is what I'm saying. You yeah. Know? And, and you can get your word out there and spread a, the positive message that we want. And, you know, the, the force for good, you know, to change things. And, you know, I guess like social media is a great way of making people aware of you and your message. And I think that's how I see it. I mean, like, I, I think that a lot of people have, um, kind of lost their way because people chase clout or fame but people mm-hmm. don't realize that there's a beauty in connecting with people for the the you know purpose of being human and and, and humanizing social media apps the way they were meant to be i think initially their intent was to be human right you're meant to be a human connecting with another human now i think everything is like i said a marketed brand or a tool and i think that this podcast and its and its creation is trying to essentially be um the anti you know brand it's meant to kind of be this source of connecting and and into stimulating conversations yes Yes. so that's the intent so i think yes there's a little bit of a humor and being like oh you know dating apps and social media is all intertwined and it's ruined everything at times but go follow us on instagram for at best buds with high points but i think i think i think people kind of know where i'm coming from and where you're coming from so yeah it's to promote Promote conversations, you know, and bring substance back to the world. So, okay, dating apps and the ups and downs about them. So I think we kind of discussed a little bit earlier um, that there's, you know, this angst and just, I don't know, jadedness that comes with dating apps and feeling like, damn, like, you know, finding that connection in person has become quite difficult. Um, You know, we're finding an influx of people being very much on the go and not really having the intention spans that I think people put more work into because we're in a content hungry world where we're glued to our phones and feel like it's easier to communicate and, you know, find quick love, long-term love. But I think some of that, you know, it has to do with, you know, it's convenient, you know, it's convenient, you know, to look left and right, you know, as you're sitting on, a bus or a train if you live in a metropolitan area or those type of things and 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 um 
not that that's a good thing, but what I'm getting at is that, you know, people's days are busy, you know, too much time. We're doing all this other stuff in our life and we're not actually taking time to spend time, quality time with people to get to know people to actually date people. Um, I think is where that little piece. Yeah. I don't know. Like I find it very hard to actually have the tenacity to continue like conversations on dating apps because I just feel so overwhelmed by like just the idea of standing there or sitting there and just like having to text and not have like the human there in front of me and expressing. And I know that there needs to be some like warm initiative to like message someone and like have that cutesy connection only for it to like be something you meet them in person. And it's just something really magical or whatever. Yeah. Like I get that. Or, or there are obviously the other side is the disappointment, but there's something that I miss about being in person and like making eye contact with someone and just, instantly knowing that there's a, in a physical attraction and then the conversation starts and then whether it's good or bad, like where, if you can see the connections past the physical, there's something very refreshing and fun. And like, almost in a way, like it feels good. Like it just, I guess it feels good to the ego in a way, but it also feels good in that. Like, Oh it my feels gosh, natural. It feels natural. It just feels like it, to me, it feels normal. I don't know. Like I don't want to say it doesn't feel like work, but you know, relationships and dating is work, but it, feels almost like it's not work and it's ironic it's quicker. almost it, yeah and I, it's actually quicker because it's like saving me the time and effort of having to sit on my butt like just going shuffling through profiles and and being like okay well this person's attractive this person's attractive this person's attractive four different conversations at the same time which one's responding by first oh okay cool like i'm gonna like now disregard the other messages because they took too long to respond mm -hmm. and now i'm talking to this person and now we meet in person i don't like actually care for them anymore by the time you go back to the other profiles now they've already moved on and it's just this everyone's missing and ghosting and blah 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 and it's just tiring but I guess in the same sense, it's... That's an interesting topic right there is ghosting. Oh, well, we it's can like, get into ghosting later. Because I think ghosting all is intertwined with, like, anxiety and and just, you know, content-hungry people that just get numb to... Like, I keep using that word, but maybe that's just how I feel about dating in general. Um, which... <laughs> dating, dating apps, I mean, that's... Dating, I guess, is another topic. But, yeah, I think... I think social media has become like the actual dating app. And it's funny that we have like tons of marketed hookup and dating apps, but it's like, and there's a new one out like every month. It seems like, and it's the same concept. So they don't get any better. Yeah. And there's ones that are like, Oh, the ones that are meant to be deleted. This is a dating app design meant to be deleted, whether that's, and that sounds shady. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, it's shady. But I mean, I guess like that's a smart marketing, you know, like, like saying, because I think, you know, people are on dating apps essentially to have continued attention, reciprocated attention, and obvious, you know, you know, created hookups, you know, like friends with benefit situations, just guaranteed. Do sex. you think <laughs> individuals that are always on dating apps are really just striving for some type of attention that they're lacking? Like, yeah, I think like that's a good. They're, they're just they're not really after anything more than just. Oh no, that's that's true because I literally know people personally that actually acknowledge that they only go on dating apps for validation of attention through. But isn't you know, that, that's also what social media and, is. Yeah, a lot of people it, are on social but, media, but, but now you're 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 honing it in a little bit more. You're now on a dating app. You're honing it in a little bit more because you're kind of like saying, "Hey, pick me, talk to me, look at me, uh, message me." 
Or yeah, you're targeting, you know, individuals a little bit more. Or or you're the one who's actually doing that to those people that want the same. You know, it's reciprocated attention. I think that's wanted on mm-hmm. social media. It's very much that. But, you know, there's certain boundaries, I think, that most or the general person kind of leaves. Like, I think, you know, if you have, like, 150 people you're following, something standard, a small profile, you're not really using social media like crazy. You're not going to have, like you know your close friends and even like friends that friends that you like are close with but not that close with you're not gonna like post you know a risky photo or like something where you look really good and have like all those people all those people messaging you being like oh you look so good we should go grab dinner or drink soon you know like mm-hmm. typically on social media you get depending on how many people follow you and how many people you follow you don't really get that many people trying to hit on you as frequently i mean at least I don't know. It's hard to say because I do, but sometimes more than dating apps. <laughs> but it's also because I post pretty risky stuff just because it's funny and it's art to me, but not everyone sees my bare ass as art. <laughs> wow. Some just see it as a bare ass that is very much sexual. But, you know, it's it's for me, it's just funny. It's funny that people just get so hyped up on it. And I think with dating apps, I very much try to include that clown clown life and silliness on there and i typically have a lot of people um on dating apps telling me when i ever meet them in person that they're like oh your personality is exactly what i thought it was from your from your social media accounts or dating apps i'm like really they're like yeah you did a good job at like being Mm -hmm. consistent and i'm like yes like good because that's what i hope to accomplish is that i'm not disappointing anyone which that's the only thing i hate about dating apps my fear is like when you meet even though I said I'm 5'6", that they know I'm 5'6", so that they're not like, oh, you're a shorty, because I can't stand that. Like, oh, I thought. Well, that's another big thing of people just lying who they are in dating apps. You know, I think the key issue, not the key issue, like one of the big things right there on, you know, uh, fudging the numbers on your, you know, age, you know, that's a huge one that we see through dating apps on, you know, people don't. So bizarre. <laughs> like, it, or people don't post their age or they are, they're always permanently set at 39 years old or some number that they like. And it's like, mm. yeah, but I think that people that would probably not like put their age is something that is like, whatever, at least you can have an open, honest conversation. Maybe you just don't want someone to judge you on impact about the age. So I can understand that. Just don't lie about your age. Like, don't. Yeah, but isn't it lying though? No, it's not lying. Just because you don't have a post, it does not mean you're lying. It just means that you're oh, okay. not not posted versus incorrect. You just don't want the different. general people swiping through your page to automatically judge you by your age. But I think generally, I I am more attracted to people that actually put their age, even if it's a number that they think is too high, or that I would normally think is high. I at least have more respect for for people who put it, so that it saves me the trouble. But I get why some people would do it because that's like me saying. You know, do I want children on my profile? Like, I don't want to say yes or no because I don't know. So I don't want someone to automatically see me saying I don't know. Yeah, but that, that's a, a different question versus. But I'm just trying to give an idea, like something I'd be insecure about. Because I know that, like, a lot of people do want to ultimately get married and have children. And I may not be one of those people yet. I don't know. So I don't want someone to automatically write me off because they're like, this person says no or I don't know to children. Which means that they're unsure in a lot of aspects of 
life that is you know in the near future but i think the children future. discussion is more of a an actual discussion between Are I a smoker individual? yes or no like i don't want to say yes i'm a smoker because i i don't really consider myself like a smoker smoker no i'm a smoker but you know i don't want someone to think i'm a cigarette smoker because there i don't know if there's a differentiation to there's some profiles to say smoker yes or no yeah i always assume those are tobacco smoking and i always just write them off because i'm thinking it's tobacco yeah so you don't you never know but you know. once again this is the, the you know <laughs> the reasons why dating apps are not fun oh my God. yeah you never know what the meanings of anything of it means you know is this person smoking this this or this it's like hmm i'll smoke it all and i always like the one on drinking socially yeah okay cool yeah does anyone really drink socially i mean we're all just numb yeah that's like the cute right maybe that should be the episode of this <laughs> so like numb dating <laughs> numb dating <laughs> uh, because that's very much what i feel like but um i guess the opposite the opposite about social media just in uh, dating apps and dating websites i would say just because i think it's a smaller list um sometimes is that it's just more convenient and you know i guess you can save yourself the in-person rejection or if you want to just get off get your rocks off and have a dirty conversation i guess that's always always really fun (laughs) and and you don't feel as gross about yourself because you didn't actually interact with the person in real life um i also think that maybe you could you know, market your social media accounts through dating apps just to get more followers and like-minded people that would like, like you maybe in that capacity, but actually after talking or like, Oh, okay. I can be friends with you. Yeah. Um, and and like, I also think that you can potentially actually, actually you could meet people and date them. Like I've dated two people through dating apps. So I, and had long-term relationships that were like several years, you know, together. So I definitely stand by them. I just think that, I'm just naturally a social butterfly and I love to meet people in person. So there's definitely hope to dating apps. They definitely work to some degree. It's just a matter of whether or not you, um, well, for sure. Like there's, I, I know several people that's met through different dating apps, you know, whether it's, you know, gay relationships or straight relationships, you know, I know people on both sides that have met and come together and they have healthy and sustainable you know, relationships and, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. I think it's just that the dating apps are turning, at least from my perspective, a little crazy at the moment on where things are going. Um, yeah. I mean, the last time I was on like dating apps was literally after, or like the time that I remember most specifically was like after, you know, really kind of hard breakup for me. I remember just being so, so beyond like, I don't know, just, like just just done like just disgusted with it i was just like this whole process is just so fake it's just so toxic and and it's all a facade it's not it's not like anything really is coming from it just despite the irony Mm -hmm. of meeting someone through it and being in a long-term relationship i was like if this is all it is this is all it's going to lead to is just constant disappointment and i think it's because when there's a basis of dating someone you know, through meeting them in real life first and all that, I think there's more of a, I don't know. I always, I always used to think that there was like a love at first sight feeling and that when you did it on, on social media apps or dating apps, it was like cheap, like it cheapened the, the experience. But I think that as time is going on, I'm realizing that like, unfortunately, you know, 
having more organic and natural conversations is just a little bit um, more rare. So dating apps are kind of becoming, you know, just the future that we have to adapt to if we're looking to even date or to hook up or whatever have you. Because I think most most people that I'm friends with probably are not on dating apps to actually be in relationships or I know for a fact they're on it to hook up or get attention. I mean, that's just, it's a fact, but I mean, I'm one of those people sometimes and I don't like being one of those people sometimes, but it is what it is. And maybe I'm actually worsening my perspective on it by just shuffling it, shuffling through them with that jaded mentality so that maybe I'm bypassing great people because I'm just so like tired and exhausted of swiping and looking and, you know, having conversations that go nowhere. So I think that's, it's really hard. It's, it is what it is. I think I guess dating apps are exclusive to the person. Yeah. So, so I guess the real question is, um, where do we find true companionship? And we will talk about that next. Bye. Bye. And welcome back. Welcome back, guys. I just came back from a date. Oh, my God. It was just... It lasted like two seconds. Wow. 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 All right. So, I guess, you know, that cream, like the, the real question. Uh, so, where do we find true companionship? And how do we, you know, move about this life with, you know, the dating apps that we have and social media? And how do we balance all of it? <sighs> oh, sorry. I just got bored of the idea of dating. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, are dating apps a real source to finding true companionship, or is it as much of a, a facade as social media has become? This is a, a question that I think that we will probably we will probably ask for many years to come, as we start to see the development of social media become more of an interaction, more of a you know insight into people's personal lives as well as branding. Yeah, for sure. um, and, I, and I think. Um... Are we branding our, our dating life? Like, are, is that what it is become? Like, we're, we're, instead of just being like, hey, I'm, I'm Paul. Like, I like, I like things and this is what I like. And I, I want some, I want to meet someone like that who no, likes those no things. No disrespect to any Pauls that we know. You know, I'm no name. And I, at me as no name, I like this and that. And I want someone to like the things I like so I can like them. If someone, is saying that I feel like okay, is, is it going to be that for a while, or is it going to start being like I'm so and so, and this is my brand. This is I'm the brand of so and so, and this is the, what I produce. This is what I do. This is what I am. And if you like me, then sh- message me, subscribe, purchase what I what I you know produce. Like I I always wonder like are people starting to slowly become like like just products? Like we're all just products like that, you know? But we're like self made. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, it. going back to true companionship, you know, the, the, the question that we're proposing is I think we have to understand, like, what does that mean to us? And I think that's unique to each of us. Right. You know, what is companionship? You know, I think that once the individual figures out what they're really looking for in life and what the, the opposite half of them is required to have or whether not it's monogamy have. or or it's not monogamy whether you know it and that's a thing too i think that one you know point i want to make is that i think 
as I've gotten older, I, I've realized there are certain relationship dynamics that work for specific people and, and there shouldn't be a discrimination on that only because, you know, I'd rather someone be honest with, with their intentions with someone, whether they want to be monogamous or not versus them claiming to want to be monogamous. And then they're actually not monogamous behind closed doors. And I think, you know, communication and, just being honest with yourself and what you want out of life is so empowering to acknowledge to those around you. Correct. Because there's a lot of, you know, distrust and dishonesty going on. Oh my God. All over the place. Overcoming that fear of just not giving in to your selfish desires and just true. If you are going to behind closed doors, there's just something powerful just like coming through and saying like, I want to, I I want to be in a monogamous relationship for this reason. And I know it to myself. I I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship for this reason. And I know it for myself and others. I'm going to let others know. Like there's just something so empowering about that, that I wish more people would talk about. And well, it's confidence for the individual that's making those statements. And it's also confidence on the opposite side, whether it's hurtful or not. Mm -hmm. And at least the person's being honest on what they want and what they don't want. Like you're not living a lie. No one's living a lie at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes back to communication. You know, it, it, it's relationships are about communicating and social media and social apps and dating apps is, I think, kind of put a wedge in between actual individuals communicating. No. So <laughs> I think that'd be a great topic, though, for the next uh, like episode or one of these episodes in the future is really talking about like, you know, um, social like, interactions, social interactions, like relationship titles and like what what like has dating kind of like what you know uh routes has dating turned yeah, into we have all the different terms oh we're going out and boyfriends and girlfriends and you know what marriage is and what marriage isn't you know like that whole little piece you know would be a interesting conversation from you know different perspectives so that was um yeah numb dating and <laughs> by two people that date pretty numb at the moment but um, we're numb together. And we're numb together. Oh, let's go get let's let's go get more numb. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And just remember, if you enjoy listening to us, uh, give us your feedback. We'll love to hear it. Um, you could rate us. You know, leave some comments wherever you're listening from. And thanks for joining. Bye.